This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says there are no plans to use the Biden administration's climate goals to cut meat consumption. Concerns spread on social media over the weekend after conservative media reports suggested the plan would suggest limiting annual beef consumption to four pounds per year. Vilsack says that isn't the plan and dismissed any possibility it was being considered. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. It's a big week for biofuels policy in Washington. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. The renewable fuel standard will be under a microscope in the highest court in the land tomorrow. The Supreme Court will be hearing arguments virtually from attorneys for refiner and biofuel advocates on whether to uphold the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling involving small refinery exemptions. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says Congress was clear in saying a small refiner only qualifies for an exemption if it has already had one extended. And so if there was ever a lapse in that chain of of exemptions uh, because the refiner came into compliance, then they no longer qualify. And and that's, you know, that's just kind of a common sense meaning of the word extension. If, If there's nothing there to extend, then you can't, you know, you can't extend their exemption. The Tenth Circuit ruling issued in January 2020 stated the Environmental Protection Agency could not grant small refinery exemptions that had already lapsed. Refiners are arguing a waiver may be extended at any time. Cooper says a ruling could come by June or July. You know, it is uh, expected that we'll hear something fairly soon uh, from the Supreme Court. And, and then, you know, I think uh, EPA and, and uh, stakeholders that, uh, that are affected by the RFS program will we'll, we'll examine that ruling in great detail and, and decide uh, what it means for future implementation of the program. The arguments will be broadcast on C-SPAN beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Speaking of biofuels, the second season of AgriPulse Deep Dive launched today with a look into the history of biofuels policy. As former Growth Energy CEO Tom Bias says, it began as an effort to build another demand stream. What a lot of people were looking to do, and this would be under the Carter administration, was how we utilize uh, the tremendous oversupply of corn uh, to the benefit of the nation and and going back and and taking a look at um, uh, alcohol fuels production. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for more episodes of this five-part series sponsored by the National Corn Growers Association. Finally today, the lead Republican on major climate legislation for ag says the bipartisan support for the bill could spell expedited consideration. Indiana Republican Mike Braun says the even split between the more than 40 co-sponsors of the Growing Climate Solutions Act should play in their favor as they look to make the bill law. When you're up to 43 co-sponsors, when it gets out of committee, that's good. Generally, it would be 43 with maybe two or three on one side of the aisle and the balance on the other. This is unusual as well. So I think that it bodes well for this getting some attention on the floor. And, you know, we may be talking uh, in months rather than what it normally takes here, and that's years and years. Braun says carbon sequestration in agriculture could lead to big innovations in that and other sectors. You're going to get products out of carbon that we sequester. And it's just a question of time. There are a lot of them that are in the uh, research stage. Braun is leading the effort with Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow. 
The bill would create a certification process for USDA to approve third-party verifiers of carbon sequestering agricultural practices. Virginia Democrat Abigail Spanberger and Nebraska Republican Don Bacon have taken the lead on the bill in the House. There's more from Braun in this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.